大型スペースバス807便が惑星リュークについてみると中は空っぽ乗員乗客463人が消えてしまった超常現象かミステリーかところが463人を人質にしたという脅迫状がその人質の中に自己調査員のエディさんの娘メロディーも乗っていたそうお兄ちゃんのアーサー君もかわいそうところがそのアーサー君が何者かに襲われたでユリはアーサー君がこの事件の鍵を握っていると睨んだそこへ第二の脅迫状身代金は10倍に膨らんでファイル E も一緒にしろという何なのファイル E って Ladies and gentlemen, anytime I had just started and you interrupted me. The dough is up. That was rude. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Once again, it's your post Wednesday, pre Friday, Dirty Pair Project Pod on a Thursday. That's right. It's a sci fi, it's a fuck, it's a watch along. <laughs> That's right. It's a watch along podcast of the 1985 classic sci fi anime, Dirty Pair Project Pod, coming to you bi weekly. I'm your host, Aaron. My co host is here. His name's Paul. Still here. Still sick at this recording. That's right. But this week is a special week. Sorry. I had a little burp coming up. <clears throat> wow. This week, special week huh? is a special week. It's part two of Dirty Pair's only two part arc. We did it! 463 people reappear. Could you give me a real quick rundown on the events of this episode, episode 22 of Dirty Pair, written through the lens of 1988? Sure, man.、Uh, this summary comes as all our summaries do come. From Animag number four, Gray Digital Target Manga Preview, Anime Fanzine,、uh, published in 1988 and accessed on archive.org. Thank you to archive.org. Episode number 22, We Did It, 463 People Reappear. At last episode's end, it was learned that the cruiser passengers had been taken hostage for ransom by Crocker. A disgruntled ex business partner of Eddie Ross. Still unknown is how the capture was accomplished and where the passengers are now being held. Aided by Arthur and Moogie, the pair and Shannon set out to find the missing. The first stop is the planet's orbiting space station, where Eddie Ross has gone to negotiate the ransom demands, a meeting which turns out to be nothing more than an ambush. That's all it says right here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, look, you know, can't all be winners, can they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It works. Hey, as long as it works. Hey, as long as it works. <laughs> I gotta say, um, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, yeah, this is whatever. We're 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 coming off the back of a cliffhanger of sorts. Last episode, as you recall, ended with a new ransom note and uh, Arthur protesting that this ransom note absolutely one hundred percent could not have come from the kidnappers. It had to be a fake, but we didn't know why because we we cut to the end of the episode immediately. This episode begins, the our, our pre-title card sequence is primarily... A recap. A recap from Kay and Yuri. Yeah, they're just like, hey, this is what's going on. And then we, uh, we cut to... Um, we're in that airport office again. Well, that recap comes right up. What is file E? We got a new ransom note. What's file E? And then our title card. Yeah. Happens happens before anything happens in the new episode. It's just recap and then the title card. Yatta. Yeah. So then we we have Eddie reading the um the ransom note and Eddie knows what file Oh fuck, you know what? We forgot to do the who 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 was the crew on this. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, look. This is uh is the same writer as last time. Sorry, sorry everybody. It's the same writer as last time. Uh, it's in fact Toshimichi Okawa's final episode. It is also Kazuhiro Kikuchi's final trip in the storyboard. Okawa, by the way, uh uh did Beyblade Burst God, uh Lupin the Third, Last Jobs, some other Lupin the Thirds. Uh Kikuchi, I for this I have selected uh uh Brave Police Jay Decker and Lemon Angel Project. Mm. Different. Yeah. So the, we have the same writer and the same storyboard artist for, for part two of this two-part thing. But uh, different director. Director of this episode is uh, Yoshihide Kuriyama. Uh, this is their first and only spin in the director's chair uh, for the show. They also uh, worked on Captain Subasa and Silent Mobius. Subasa? 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 Subasa. 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 Yeah. Anyway, back to uh sorry about that. Uh you know, it's coming out in a two-parter, you just kind of roll right into it. And we come in right after the commercial break, just like the uh just like the show. Yeah. Eddie knows what file he is. Uh, he reads file E and is like and says and repeats file E ominously. We get a, a second recap of they increase the ransom and they want file E. And then Kay says, "What do you think file E is?" And then she shoots a look at Eddie, which is like she's like smirking at him, like, "Yeah, I fucking know you know what file E is, you motherfucker. You're gonna tell us what it is right now." Uh, but Eddie does not say what file he is he just says i'll take his response is yeah yeah i'll take care of it uh and then we have arthur once again like no this is definitely not from the kidnappers they're definitely lying and arthur or and uh eddie is like well no they know what file e is they brought up file e this is absolutely this is absolutely 
the kidnappers. It has to be from them because they brought up File E. Then um, Shannon busts into the room. Arthur's like, Mom! And Shannon just fucking does not pay attention to Arthur at all. Well, like, she pauses. She, like, starts almost like she startles she, as she looks at him. And then she looks up at, at, at Eddie and is like, hey, I heard you got a new ransom note. Yeah, she's like, what's this about a new ransom note? Arthur repeats that this must be a fake ransom note. Um, and then and then Kay and Yuri are like, hey, why don't you just fucking tell us what's going on, Arthur? <laughs> well, it's Shannon's like, Arthur, what are you talking about? And then it's <laughs> Yuri like pops into the frame and is like, yeah, yeah, tell us what you know. <laughs> Mama! Yeah. Well, and, uh, I think it's uh, I think Yuri Yuri also says like you'll feel better once you tell once once you explain what's going on. It's K this time. K oh, jumps it K? in. It's like yeah, you'll feel better once you tell us what you know. And then Arthur's like, it was me all along, Austin. Even my own family was fooled. Even his own family was fooled. Basically, Arthur heard his parents talking about getting a divorce. Which, clearly, they've just been separated at this point. Yeah. He decided to fake kidnap his sister to get his mom to come to Planet Duke. He's trying to parent trap his parents. Yeah, it's it's a parent trap. It's a parent trap. He's doing a parent trap. He kidnapped his sister so his parents would get back together. But, as he explains, they're not actually kidnapped. The passengers are on flight 808, which is headed for Ocean Rib, not 807. And then Shannon's like, I'm going to need you to explain what you did carefully. Uh, And he does. So Arthur memorized the password rotation in the SWA computer room because he hung out there a lot, which don't put your passwords on a rotation. Also, like, when Arthur says they're on flight 808, we should say that Eddie is like, ah, they're going for Ocean Rib, and he dashes out of the room, and it leaves Kay, Yuri, Shannon, and Arthur. Eddie leaves, uh, and Kay once again uh, comments on how level-headed Eddie is being in in a, a, the, the Chandler Bing-esque, geez, could he be any more level-headed? I think something might be on fire. Hang on. What? No, maybe I'm just having a stroke. I don't know. I thought I smelled something burning, but I did not. Clearly, I think probably somebody is somebody downstairs is cooking, and I just caught a whiff of smoke. Okay. So then, uh, that's when Shannon sits him down and is like, uh, sits Arthur down and is like, "I need you to tell me everything." So he logged in to the SWA flight system. He booked fake passengers on flight out eight oh eight. And then swapped the passenger list for flight 808 out with flight 807. Then he canceled all of the fake passengers who booked flight 808. He canceled them all because they never existed in the first place. And then flight 807 uncrewed flew on autopilot because he also like remote controlled flight 807 to get it to behave as if it was making its normal flight. Uh, and Yuri triumphantly exclaims, see, there was no one on board from the start. And Kay replies, that was just the lucky guess. You had nothing to back it up. 
And Yuri protests, it was intuition. Female intuition. It was women's intuition. That's what I got it. Uh, which is pretty good. Then Kay asks, hey, well, wait, how did you get it to... How'd you get it to show up as being full? What'd you, uh, how'd you do the, the, the weight record? And Arthur explains that he swapped, he swapped the transmissions from uh, between 807 and 808 so that all of the transmissions from Flight 807 were going to Ocean Rib and all the flight transmissions from 808 uh, were going to Flight 807, were going to, to Duke. Yeah, he he just he just swapped the transmission so 808 and 807 switched places. Right. There's one hanging thread here. Well, there's two hanging threads. One is there was a doll on flight 807, and two is the pilot's transmission, Crocker's transmission. He clearly said that it was flight 807 and that he was coming to planet Duke. And the answer to both these questions is the same thing, which is Arthur Asked Crocker to do him a favor. uh, Because he hung out with Crocker a lot, I guess. And Crocker seemed to like him. And uh, so he asked Crocker to help him pull this off. And Crocker agreed. Which is, yeah. So Crocker planted the doll on 807, presumably. And then also, you know, faked faked the transmissions from, from Flight 807 as well. Arthur says he figured that as long as he swapped the data back before Flight 808 landed, then it all matches up. No harm, no foul, uh, which is stupid. It's a stupid plan. It is. It is the plan of a child. It is the plan of a child. It's like he did not consider the the full ramifications of what was going on. At this point, Eddie busts in and says Flight 808 is missing. Yeah, he 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 shows up on a on a. Video call. He like calls into the office. He's like, "Hey, flight eight hundred eight hasn't arrived. It's past due, and Ocean Rib can't reach, can't raise them on the comms." Right. And then Kay uh, says to Eddie, "Hey, you know exactly who took advantage of this hoax of Arthur's to actually kidnap these people, uh, because you know what file E is." And then we get the explanation for what file E is. Uh, it is a piece of evidence containing retinal scans of all the members of a smuggling ring. And it turns out that Captain Crocker and Stablos are part of that smuggling ring. Shannon's reaction is to be like, oh, I get it. You were working this case undercover. And so you didn't bring it up before now as maybe a reason why a Captain Crocker helmed flight disappeared, kneecapping the investigation. Well, I guess it's fine. Like, I feel like they, they smooth over this or they, they, they glide by this. To me, I feel like it would be a big piece of evidence to be like, oh, hey, by the way, the pilot of the flight where all the people disappeared. Yeah, he's involved in a smuggling ring that we've been investigating. Shannon says that's why you were so secretive, because you were working undercover. And it's left hanging as if this is part of the reason why they, they split up. That he be, that he sort of withdrew from their relationship to a certain extent, or if it's she's literally just saying, "Oh, you didn't bring this up because the the ASW yeah. is involved in it in some capacity." Here's the other thing: is it is it's not a hundred percent clear 
if the reason that he didn't want to bring up that members of ASW were involved was a company reputation thing or a I don't want to tip off the people that I'm investigating thing. I think it's a tip off thing. I I think it's a tip off thing, but like, but also given the way that Kay and Yuri have talked about him being a company man, him being a company man and a workaholic, like I could also see it as being like, oh, he was keeping it secret because he doesn't want to like get the company caught up in scandal, which now they're really going to fucking be caught up in scandal. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think he, I also don't know that he realized, he, he had the retinal scans, but he didn't know who it was. I think maybe it, that's also part of it, is like he didn't know for sure, like he hadn't gone through and actually identified who they were, he yeah. just knew that they were ASW employees. He knows they're ASW employees, that's what he says, he's like, there are ASW employees involved in this, and so I had to keep it under under wraps, and I don't think he... I don't think he knew that it was Statler and Waldorf until they disappeared and until he realized that the other flight was missing. Yeah, well, and like once that once that ransom note comes in mentioning file E, he's like, okay, now yeah. I know who these people are. Yeah, so maybe. Once file E shows up, that's when he puts the pieces it, together. It's a so little like, messy, it's but it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Arthur is like, I can't, I, just, Captain Crocker, I can't believe it. And he like runs out. And Shannon's like, ah, the boy, the boy blames himself for this. And Kay stops Shannon and like, it's another one of these weirdly moralizing sermons from Kay. Like she, she does this a couple of times in the show. She also tells, she also says, hey, let Yuri handle this. Um, but yeah, she's Yuri like, runs out after him first. Yeah, Yuri runs out after it. And she's like, hey, maybe consider why your son did this. Basically, like, she's like, oh, the boy blames himself and... And Kay's like, yeah, I wonder why. Maybe you should think about why. And she, then we get, oh, you know, we thought long and hard before filing for divorce. Yeah. I didn't want to see Arthur because I knew I would second guess myself. And uh, I'm like, hey, look, sometimes relationships just don't work out. Guys, just please. Please. Come on. Don't, don't, don't try. Children of, children, don't try to parent, trap your parents by kidnapping, uh, by faking the disappearance of, uh. Yeah. 463 people. Then uh, basically, like, having said having said her piece, basically, Eddie is like, well, I'll go get this money together because we don't, you know, I'll get the money in the file because we don't have a choice. Yeah, we. I'll get the money. I'll get the file. We're going to make this happen. And then Kay turns to Shannon and is like, hey, you want to go find a big spaceship? I bet it's easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, like, it's weird. I Kay's Kay's behavior, she kind of turns on a dime here. She's like, she really does. She's like, hey, you know, I bet they couldn't uh, hide a spaceship that easily. So let's just go look for it. It's almost like she's doing it to cheer up Shannon too. Yeah, it's like she's like, cause yeah, Shannon is like. Basically, she just like she just threw Shannon's fucked up, mar- well, yeah, busted up marriage in her face, uh, and was like, "Yeah, maybe you should think about what the fuck you did." And then was like, "Anyway, you want to go? Hey, kids, you want to see a dead body?" Yeah, she's like, "Anyway, let's go. Let's go find this spaceship. I bet we can find it." <laughs> My next note is Arthur is sitting at his computer writing a sternly worded email to Captain Crocker, which is 
not what he's doing, but it seems like that's what he's doing because like you zoom in on him and he's just like, you're terrible, Captain Crocker. I can't believe you. But what he's actually doing, Yuri comes in and asks him, hey, what are you doing? And he says, I'm trying to crack the password for flight 808 because if I do that, I can trace where the transmission came from and then we'll be able to find the ship. And Yuri's just like, all right, do your best. Then uh, my next is, uh Kay rides uh, Shannon's red rocket to Ocean Rib, I guess, or maybe it's somewhere else on Duke. They head to the spaceport to see if they can figure out where the ship went. It's a cool little montage of them flying the ship and then driving in Shannon's cool convertible. They end up at a scrapyard. Kay says, like, yeah, this is probably a great place. These places, the management in these places is usually pretty lax. And then, of course, the manager, like, kind of walks up behind her. It's this old guy. And he's like, excuse me, there are 175 heat sensors in this yard to keep intruders out. If a rat got in here, we would know about it. If there's 463 people in here, we would totally see it on our sensors. And uh, Kay responds, what an impressive security system. And then basically the owner um, amends his statement that's like, well, they'd have to still be alive for the sensors to pick them up. Yeah. And I've just written, Demolition Man, baby! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last scene is Eddie loading up a giant briefcase with a bunch of, like, a bunch of dollar bills, basically. Like, stacks. He's loading up fat stacks. And then on top, he puts this giant red envelope that says, File E in big black letters on, <laughs> on top of it. And it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Then his computer blinks, or his, his screen turns on, uh, and you see some text coming out, and we go to commercial. I was hoping it would say, be another message from the kidnappers, but I think it's supposed to be, like, coordinates, coordinates. for... Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's just a bunch of alphanumeric gibberish, and then we go to commercial break. The first thing that happens when we get back is uh, Kay and Shannon burst into, like, they are sprinting. And they bust mm-hmm. into the conference room where Eddie was. Uh, they basically pull up the the message, which is instructions, which were that Eddie should, had to take a particular ship, ASW-011, uh, and set his radio frequency to 461, and then fly over the planet to get instructions. Once again, geomagnetic stores, uh, storms are making it impossible to track where... Eddie is. And then I've written, Kay is like, oh, God damn it, Eddie, you suck. And Shannon's like, Eddie, you do this all the time. I wish we communicated better. And it's like, really, Shannon is trying to talk herself into uh, calling this divorce off, I feel like. Kay, Kay calls him a selfish husband. And, yeah. and Shannon's like, why don't you ever tell me anything? And then, like, this, at this point of the show, we get into some really rapid-fire scene changes. It starts changes. to really move. It, it really starts to move. Uh, we cut to uh, Arthur. Arthur trying to hack the planet, and Yuri does a cool skateboard trick. Yes. <laughs> she just walks in, she's just got a box full of something. Nanmo. She has a box full of Nanmo. Oh, she has a box full of Nanmo, and she, she slips on a skateboard, but she totally plays it off. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, I got a friend for you. Yeah, and then Nanmo shakes hands, and it's great. Yeah, Nanmo shakes hands. It's awesome. (laughs) 
おっとお友達連れてきてあげたんだっけあ,あ静かにして<笑>ああ甘えんじゃないこれなんぼっていうのよあなたの応援をしてくれるわさあ<笑> We haven't seen Nanmo re、uh, recently, so it's cool that Nanmo's back. She then gets a message from Kay, filling her in on the fact that Eddie is missing, and Kay and Shannon are now off to look for Eddie. Yuri's like, We're gonna crack this, we're gonna crack this password. I've written that Arthur,、uh, yeah, Arthur attempts, continues his attempts to crack the password for Flight 808 in Heartbreak. And、uh, yeah, they, everybody, everybody's looking for everybody. Shannon and Kay,、uh, Have also switched their radio frequency to 461. And so they get the、uh, next set of instructions for Eddie. So now they know where Eddie is. They, they get the coordinates for the drop point. At the same time, or, or shortly after that, Arthur finishes cracking the password and he gets the location of the ship. So then、uh, Yuri, Arthur, Mugi, and Nanmo all take off in the Lovely Angel. So we have、uh, three ships in play here right now. We have、uh, Eddie's ship. We have Shannon's ship and we have the lovely angel. Eddie lands at the coordinates. Yeah, well, he, he gets to the coordinates and there's a car and it says drive, drive to this warp tunnel, underground warp scrap tunnel. Scrapyard. At the scrapyard. Underground scrapyard. Yeah.、Uh, so he drives to the scrapyard and it's Crocker and Stavlos are there. Crocker's like, oh man, it's so nice to not have to. I had to lay low, so. Give me file E, you son of a bitch. And file E, he hands over file E and the money. And、uh, Crocker immediately destroys file E. And then Eddie's like, all right, where are the passengers? And Crocker's like, get real. Yeah, Crocker's like, get real. And Stablos opens fire. Eddie also draws a gun. He's like, you weren't going to ever tell me. And he draws a gun. And then Stablos opens fire. And there's a gun battle. Yeah, Eddie gets shot. In the shoulder and falls.、Uh, Crocker sets up a kill shot, but then he gets buzzed by Kay and Sharon in the.、Um, Shannon, yeah, Shan yeah Shannon, Shannon and the lovely Angel 2.0, like, buzz, like, basically, like, flies right overhead. Permission and, to like, buzz the tower. Yeah. Kay remarks that Shannon's even more reckless than she is. Yeah. As the ship kind of almost crash lands. Yeah, she brings it in for a hard landing. Yeah, and then they rush over to Ed, Eddie's side. Eddie also voices that、uh, he thinks Shannon is being reckless. And Shannon responds, You're the reckless one because you ran off to do this by yourself. Yeah. Yuri and Arthur、uh, confront the junkyard guy who's, who's like, I already told you they're not here.、Uh, and then Yuri is like, No, they're definitely fucking here. Let's see.、Uh, Crocker and Stabler、uh, approach. They, they point guns at Eddie, Shannon, And、uh, Kay, and they're like, hey, by the way, we have hostages. Remember? Yeah. Kay says, we know where they are. And Crocker says, there's a bomb. That's why they throw down their weapons. When Kay throws down her, her weapon, she、uh, also activates her earring communicator. And Crocker says, that's right. Women should be more compliant. Try anything strange, and I'll detonate the bomb on flight 808. And then Kay very loudly <laughs> repeats, What? A bomb? There's a bomb on Flight 808?、Uh, so that、uh, Yuri knows what's going on.
こっちには人質がいるんだぜ後ろのお嬢さんも銃を捨てなそう女は素顔でなくてはいけない下手に動くと808便の爆破装置にスイッチを入れるぜええー、爆破装置808便には爆弾が仕掛けられてんのえこいつを押せば463人アウトさうっそリモコンで爆発しちゃうってあさ厄介なことが増えたわ808便には爆破装置が仕掛けられているのえ<笑>もう諦めがついたろさてと皆さんとは名残惜しいがこれでお別れだな。Mugi is with them. He like scratches at a wall.、Uh, he's with Yuri and, and Arthur and he's just like pawing at walls. I guess they're looking for hidden spaceships. And、uh, then we, we zip back to Crocker who's like, well, it's time to kill you guys. And Kay's like, well, can you give me some time to put some makeup on because、uh, I want to look pretty if I'm going to die? And Crocker's like, I'll allow this, sure. And she also uses the opportunity to be like,、uh, to, to tell Yuri where they are. She's like, boy, it sure sucks to die in this scrapyard underground.、Yeah. Uh, I wish I could have died someplace better. And she also like, mentions that it's a remote bomb. Like, she, she's like, feeding all this information to them. And every time she does it, she does it like the most obvious way possible. Like, Crocker's like, try anything weird and I'll detonate the bomb. And she's like, no way, you can detonate it remotely. <laughs> like, it's very good.、Uh, I think Stadler uh, uh, starts to get, or Stablos, not Stadler.、Um, Stablos starts to get impatient. And Kay is like, got a lot of makeup on. She is a very, very made up Kay. Uh, looking in a mirror, and over her shoulder in the reflection, you see Yuri like peek her head out and give like a little okay. And Kay is like, The least you can do is give me enough time for, to put my makeup on for when I'm dead. If you don't, I might just come back and haunt you. But then she's like, Hey, by the way, your bomb's disabled. This is over. You're done. And uh, Crocker uh, attempts to hit the detonator,、uh, he does not get his kaboom. And then Moogie does a death from above on Stablos and just fucking flattens him. Kay throws her compact at Crocker to throw off his aim, dies to the ground, gets her gun, and starts shooting. Yeah.、Uh, he avoids、uh, Kay's shots. Yuri attempts to grapple him, but he just kind of like tosses her off. Yeah, he kind of rolls her. Yeah. And then、uh, Kay complains、uh, that Yuri took, so, took too long. And says,、um, Now I'm caked in makeup, just like you always are. And Yuri replies, At least you're not such an eyesore now. Eddie tells them not to kill Crocker or Stablos because they're important witnesses. Yes. And they're both like, Yes, sir. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And、uh, we get a nice shot of Stablos like, just squished by Moogie. Moogie's、yes. just sitting on Stablos. Classic Moogie. Yeah. So they,、uh, they take off after Crocker, who shows up in like, a big bulldozer looking thing. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm going to crush you. And he starts、yeah. going after Kay. Yuri climbs a ladder up and yeah, says, Kay, Hey. I, I've written that Kay elects to take the Prometheus route of trying to outrun it. Rather than cutting to the side and getting out of the uh, narrow uh, alleyway where they are. Yeah, I wrote、uh, Yuri climbs the ladder, tells Kay where to run, and Kay、yes. hopes her cardio is up to the task. Yeah. She says something like, I hope, I hope you 
you get what you're you're gone before my legs give out or something yeah. like that. And turns out Yuri Yuri leads her into a trash compactor. Yeah. Uh which Kay is able to get out of because there's like a, a little crane hook. Um mm-hmm. so she like runs up, grabs the crane hook, uh the, the bulldozer gets trapped in the crusher, and uh Yuri begins to crush the bulldozer, which incapacitates Crocker. And uh, Arthur and Melody show up having reunited with their parents because uh, I forgot to mention that uh, earlier that uh, Nanmo Nanmo finds the ship like he turns towards a ship and beeps. And then Mugi comes over and like pause at the pause at the ship because it's like covered in dirt. It's like a rust. Yeah. Uh, He paws away this rusty facade and it says 808 on it. Yeah, it's got the you see the big red flight number. Uh, so you know that they found the ship. And then, uh, yeah, Crocker Crocker's arrested. Arthur and Melody reunite with their parents. And Kay and Yuri head for Ocean Rib. We get a shot of Shannon and Eddie sort of discussing, like, damn, what what do you think the fallout's going to be for Arthur? And Eddie says he's still a kid, but computer crimes are a serious offense. It's like, I'm sure punishment will be severe. Yeah. And Shannon says, we're the ones that should be punished, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, Shan's like, man, we really, we really fucked up this whole divorce announcement thing, huh? Maybe we should have talked to our kids about it and, you know, told them it was going to be all right and that it wasn't their fault and all that, all that. Like, maybe we should have handled this in any way other than, like, sneaking around behind their backs so that they have to overhear this news on a telephone call. And, uh, yeah, Kay and Yuri roll up in a, I've got Kay and Yuri roll up in a Jeep ready for beach time. To say hi. Got and a surfboard like, in the back and everything. It's great. Yeah. And they're like, hey, um, Shannon, can you uh, sign off on this uh, official report? And also, can you send it to the 3WA for us? Because uh, we, it's beach time, baby. We're, we're done. We're going, we got to get to the beach now. And uh, Shannon reads through the report and it discovers that Arthur's involvement has been left out of the report. Yeah, Eddie says uh Eddie says that those girls are like a typhoon. Yeah. As Shannon is reading the report and Shannon then discovers, "Hey, they left him out. No other accom- NK uh NK Crocker and TY Stablos, no other accomplices." And then yeah. we get the shot of Kay and Yuri, Yuri driving they do off a sick ramp celebrating. Off hill. Yeah, they do a sick ramp off the hill and then a bunch of beach shit happens around them. And they yell, like, "All right." And that's the end yeah. of the episode. They finally get their vacation, and the episode ends. I, I've written, um, okay, uh, nobody dies in this one, and it's never really explained how the heat sensors didn't pick up the passengers, though presumably it's it's because the ship was in a tunnel, who knows, or the old man was in on it, or the sensors aren't as good as the old man says they are. Or the, whatever was, co- whatever covering they put yeah, or the on covering. the ship itself blocked the heat sensors in some way whatever it doesn't matter insulation it was covered in insulation yeah but like so that's you know it's fine not my not my favorite two episodes here i think you know it's it's pretty good definitely two of the best episode titles two of the best episode titles for sure but and and this episode especially for being for being a two-part episode this episode like feels like it is sprinting through stuff yeah for as like like the first episode felt it was all table setting, it was all set up pretty much, 
like introducing the major players. But yeah, but it was well paced. And then this episode, it's like they realized each scene had a time to breathe. Yeah, this this is more like, oh, fuck, we have to get going like right now to the point where like them finding the ship, them finding the location of the actual ship is like five seconds. It's all done in a montage. Like so much of it is there are multiple like really quick montages of like, here's him cracking the code. Here's them searching for uh, tracking down Eddie. Here's them finding the ship. Here's them finding the ship location. Here's them finding the actual ship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it, what it really feels like is this was a story that wasn't quite long enough for three episodes, but yeah. was still too long for two. And so they had to make uh, some decisions somewhere. And it was the decision was, well, either we're going to have to figure out some filler or we're going to have to cut things down and and get this thing out the door. And they chose to cut things down. I think this is this would have been a good a good as a it is 20 seconds. It is 20 seconds of them finding they find the ship. Moogie approaches and or Nanmo beeps. Arthur is like, ah, it's the ship. Moogie goes and wipes it off and you see the, the big the big red eight. So you know that it's that and then that's it. It's like 20 seconds of that. Yeah, but there's like no shot of the passengers being reunited. Like Melody just shows up with Arthur at the end. Melody you and Arthur just them. show up. You don't see them reunite or anything like that. They don't, you don't find out what happens to the rest of the passengers. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, I the, uh, the other passengers were fine too. Like Duke's okay. Yeah. This episode feels like, well, this episode, this story feels like it would have done great as a one hour OVA rather than a 40 minute. It's funny. You, know, you two should 40 say that. Minute, two 20 minute episodes. Because this episode very clear, uh, very closely resembles one of the OVAs. The flight five conspiracy is surprisingly, uh, it's kind it of the same points. plot. It's kind I mean, it's, it's not, plot, yeah. it's not one-to-one, but it is very much like, it almost feels like them taking a second crack at this kind of story or doing this particular story, which is like, yeah. hey, what if an entire flight full of people disappeared? And I, I'm i going to be honest, I don't 100% remember how Flight 5 Conspiracy ends, but... It ends on a bummer. Oh, that's right. It ends on that huge bummer. And it's the last... It it's is the, the last, very last thing, thing we get with that we designs. get from Dirty Pair. And it is both... One of the best examples of what the Dirty Pair is and can be, and also a huge bummer at the and end. And also its soundtrack fucking sucks. It also has a real, I believe you called it like Sega Genesis ass It is. It 90s is somebody, ass soundtrack. Somebody put a Sega Genesis sound font on, a, on an electronic keyboard and then tossed the keyboard down the stairs and just recorded what happened. But we will perhaps get to that in a later episode. Uh, This episode, this episode ends great. Like Gary and Kay get to go on vacation. They get to, they do their job. They get to go on vacation. The resolution of the resolution of, you know, uh, Eddie and Shannon's marriage is left ambiguous, which I appreciate. Did the parent trap work? We're not going to get into that right now. I hope those kids got divorced. <laughs> I, I really do. They they do seem to have some fundamental problems that maybe living apart is better for them. Anyway, 
they end up uh it puts a nice bow on the story, right? Yeah. Like it ends. And this is well. one of those um this is one of those uh episodes where like not only not only do Kay and Yuri manage to do their jobs successfully, but collateral damage is at a minimum. Uh and there's no big like they don't accidentally blow a planet up. So great job. Great job, everybody. Yeah, honestly, this is like This is one of your better executed missions. S tier, S rank, S rank from uh, K and Yuri. No casualties, no uh, no collateral damage except for that bulldozer, I guess. And the barrels of lubricant from the previous episode. That wasn't their that wasn't their fault. That was Arthur's fault. He ran in front of the fucking truck, man. Yeah, but you know, K and Yuri cause they, they are were they were of, there agents of chaos. They're an agent of chaos. They're they're the butterfly effect. Don't stop doing that. Yeah, you know, good animation, and and again, I just w- it does feel rushed at yeah. the end, like the which the it, which is crazy because it. it's a two part episode. But then it's just like yeah, just like oh, like you come back from and the commercial break so, and like, it's like it oh, took we got to wrap so this long up. to take notes because like I'm I'm sitting there taking my notes and then suddenly like they just hit the accelerator. I'm like shit, wait, and I had to rewind it and pause. Yeah, to it's make like sure I, I'm like keeping yeah. track of everything that's happening. Yeah, it was like I had to stop every five seconds to like go like, wait, what just happened? Which, if you're watching it like a normal person and you're not taking notes to do a podcast, is fine. But when yeah, you're taking notes fine. to do a podcast, it's like by the time I have finished typing what just happened, six other things have happened. Yeah, I I can't type that fast. Uh, on the next uh, next time, I've got Sneaking Shoots, Jetpacks, Blood and Intrigue written down. Oh man, next episode's gonna be so fun. Oh man. The next on is Yuri saying goodbye. Uh she says it a few different t- ways. She says, goodbye, so long, arrivederci. And Kay's like, what the hell are you doing? Uh and Yuri says, I'm practicing saying goodbye. Why don't you try it too? And Kay says, saying goodbye, and then she goes, Z end, fiend. And then she says, Ah, this is a pain. Yuri says, well, but what do you say when it's over? And Kay's response is, there's no need for words when you're breaking up with a guy. Just smack him across the face and that'll be the end of it. And Yuri says, that doesn't seem right. The next episode is, something's amiss, our elegant revenge. And then both of them say in unison, we'll get revenge on you if you don't watch. Yes. So we're back to the, uh, we're back to, to threatening the audience and it's great. And, ooh, what an episode. Baby, I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, but we'll get there next time. We'll get there next time. I'm trying to think if I have if I actually have anything else that I care to bring up about this episode. Yeah, you got any other thoughts? I don't. I, I love that the I love that the other lovely angel is in this episode. I think that's I think a fun it's little. Silly. I think that's a fun little. I guess Easter egg is the way you would describe it. I I do like that. You know what? That's, I want that to is... say that I want to say that the the affair in Alandia came out. It came out the same year. It was a 1985 release. Was it Christmas? I don't. Well, what the only thing I would have to look into, and I didn't look into it, was if it had released, if it released after the original television run of the series, or if it released like simultaneously somewhere in the end, somewhere during the end, uh, because we'll get into it. If we watch it, but but just to bring it up here, 
briefly, like it is a completely different art style than than the series. Uh, it is a different tone. Okay, so I I have the answer here that we're looking for. Oh, what's the what's so when did it come out? Affair of Nalandia aired December twentieth, nineteen eighty five. The so it aired after we'd already seen this ship. Because episode 21 and 22 aired on December 9th and December 16th, respectively. Okay. So that's interesting. When did episodes uh, 23 and 24 air, then? Uh, Episode 23 aired the 23rd, and episode 24 aired on the 26th. Okay, so they didn't... That's like, they really compressed the end of that schedule, huh? Yeah. Yeah, really, they really did. They they wanted to get it out before eighty six, I guess. I had to get it all out. Yeah, so it's, yeah, that's it's a cool. Weird. That's yeah. cool that, that that showed up. Anyway, Affair of Nolandia. I believe Takachiho was much more involved with the Affair of Nolandia than he was with this, the television series. That's also my understanding because he like gave a bunch of um, critique on the way that their uniforms look specifically. Although, yeah, he, there's he, still the TV colorings, right? It's not like... It's still the TV con- colorings. It's not double they silver. They don't go but, double silver until the oh, the Dirty Pair 2. Yeah, um, the until Ovas. the Dirty Pair 2 Ovas. But anyway, it, Nalandia is an interesting case that we can get to at, uh, maybe at a later date. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll maybe we'll probably, get to that. We'll probably have to get to that. I'm sure we'll Come get to, to think that. of it. Anyway, until we get to that, uh, we'll be back um, in March, right? It'll be March. Hold on. I think it'll be March. Uh, what is eighth? This is the twenty second. So yes, March seventh. So March seventh, you'll see us uh, again, uh, and we'll discuss this uh, this uh, next episode. Uh, until then, you can find us on cohost cohost.org slash project dash pod. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts if you want. If you liked the show, you can tell other people about it and rate and review us. If you want to write the show, uh, you can do that by either leaving us a message on the co-host page. Uh, you can also um, get into the uh, submit a, a question to our to the asks. We have asks enabled on co-host even anonymous asks so you don't even have to put your name to it you coward and uh i guess that's it we'll see you in two weeks uh and until then remember love is zero g